So, I want to welcome you guys back to another episode of the Afterthought Podcast. I really appreciate you guys tuning in. I'm The feedback has been nuts. Um, and I want to say thank you first and foremost. Um, there's something that's been on my mind that I wanted to talk about um, as of lately. Uh, because I, I just turned 40 in May. Right? So, woo! Happy belated birthday to me, right? But... I realized in turn of 40, um, there's that question that we have where it's like, what would you tell your younger self, right? What, what, what clues or context or um, advice would you give to your younger self? So today I want to talk about some things that I learned um, in my thirties and hopefully it can help somebody that follows that may or may not be in their thirties. Um, but not just anything that I learned in my thirties cause I learned a lot, right? Hopefully as you get older, you mature and part of maturing is, um, learning and being open to learning cause everybody's not open to learning. So today we're going to talk about three things that I felt like were key for me that I learned in my thirties. <laughs> so the first thing we're going to talk about is this, this one. So uh, it's understanding who and where we get our information from. Now, what that means is there were times in my thirties where I was, I was starting a business. Um, for those that should, for those of you who don't know, I had a, um, a basketball, uh, training business. I coached and then I had a training business on the side and I would hear my, my players come and tell me like, um, you know, such and such told me to do this and, this person told me I need to work on this and la, 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 right? It was just, it was all this information that I felt like um, too much information sometimes can hurt people or hinder people from progressing. So I remember telling my um, students slash athletes, my players, um, the first thing, and this, this hit me, right? I, it was weird because I said it, and then when I said it, it was like one of those profound things you say to somebody else, but you're like, yo, that word was really for me. So I used to tell my players, like, man, you got to understand who and where you're getting your information from. And what I mean by that is you might have somebody that is telling you to do something a certain way, right? And... It could be the complete wrong way. So we have our haters, right? It's a few categories. We have our haters, right? So they'll give you the wrong answer just because they don't want you to succeed, right? So you got to understand who's around you or who just doesn't want you to succeed, right? You got to figure that out. And it don't have to be in your circle or your immediate circle. It could be, um, 
they can be like right outside your circle enough to where they can tell you or enough where they can hate right at a distance but enough where they could still hate um that could affect your progression so you have your haters you have the people who it's the i didn't make it and i want you to make it so i'm gonna give you what used to work 20 years ago right and as we know, things progress. So there's no way, I'm not going to say there's no way, there's a lot of things that you learn in life that um, that worked back, you know, back in the day that could work now. Um, but you have to understand that some people try to live through you, right? Um, so they want to give you as much knowledge and give you as much um, clues and, and, and information, but you gotta, you got to filter that information. Um, so you have those, right, who want to live vicariously through you. And then you have the people who just have no idea, like they didn't make it at all, but they want to give you information. They want to give you the tools to succeed. There's a saying I heard the other day, I forgot who said it, but it was on YouTube. And it was like a rapper, I forgot what he said. But I think it might have been Meek Mill. But he said like the corner boys, right? Like the old heads on the corner. How are they gonna tell me how to make money? And they've been on the corner, here they are 60 years old, 50 years old, and they've been on the corner since they was teenagers. They haven't seen anything different, so how are they gonna help you see anything different? So that was the biggest thing I learned, one of the biggest things I learned in my 30 is receiving information, not receiving, but filtering information that came from people um, that I had to vet, right? They had to be vetted because all information isn't good information. And all the information that I receive, I'm sure just like you guys, it doesn't always come from your friends and, and, and family. And sometimes they don't even have your best interests at heart. They will, will um, what's the word I'm trying to say? They will they will place their failures and their, their failures and their, um, they will place their failures and just their lack of dot, dot, dot on you. Right. Um, so that was one of the things I had to learn is just to make sure I understood who I was getting my information from, where it was coming from and the motive of the information so I can digest it. Um, Another thing I learned was, number two, was investing in me and not entertainment. So most people have these goals that they want to achieve by the time they're 30, 35-ish, right? Usually every decade we have our thoughts of where we would like to be as human beings and as people to make us feel like we're successful. Right. Um, it's changed over time um, because different things have now come into, you know, into play. Uh, you got social media, right? Social media, I feel like. Has somewhat destroyed. Um, it's somewhat destroyed. What's normal and has made like. For instance, I'm sidebar. 
living in a $4,000 a month apartment, one-bedroom apartment, because the windows go from the floor to the ceiling, and you got a small island, is not normal. It's not normal. I don't care what anybody says. I understand that the cost of living has gone up, and some apartments are just expensive. But that's not normal to me. But social media has made that like the thing to do. Um, so there are things that I wish I would have done in my 30s as far as investing in myself. Like I wish I would have sat down and read more, right? I, I do that. I started doing that in my later 30s. But I wish I would have sat and read more. I received so much information. Um, I've learned so many great things from reading. Um, just just learning how to deal with myself, learning how to deal with anger, learning how to deal with other people, learning how to um, change habits. Like there's so many things, like learning how to work more efficient. Like there's so many things I learned by reading that was nuts um, that I wish I would have done in my th like earlier in my 30s. What I did was I paid bills, right? Any little bit of money I had, I spent it on entertainment. So whether that's um, going out, right, whether that, that can be restaurants, movies, shopping, like going out, right, um, traveling a little bit. I didn't do a whole lot of traveling, but traveling a little bit. Um, electronics has always been, like, my vice. And back then in my early 30s, it was, like, I want to have the best TVs, the best around sound, um, the best Bluetooth speakers, the best phone, those kind of things. Um, so that would be one thing. That would be another thing that I would, I would tell my younger self is to invest more in me um, than into stuff. Working out more, right? As I get as as I'm gonna get older, it's gonna be harder to do the things that I was capable of doing in my early to late twenties and early thirties. It's just gonna be more difficult because I'm getting older, and sometimes I feel that when I go to the gym. I haven't been in the gym in a while, and that'll be for another podcast to let you know what happened. On had a setback, a major setback that had me out for about um, a month and a half, but that'll be for another podcast. But um, I know when I went to the gym, it mentally, I'm still 23, you know what I'm saying, 21 in college playing ball. When I go lift, mentally, that's where I am. But physically, man, my body be like, listen, brother, you need to slow down. Um, so I wish I would have invested more time in my health, more time in, in reading, more time in learning like stocks and investments. I'm just starting to get into that stuff, like within the past like two years. Um, learning how to operate a business correctly, just getting to that in the past like three years. So telling my younger self, Derek, if you hear me in the metaverse, invest in yourself, brother, not in the things, not in entertainment. So the third thing that I would go, uh, that I would tell myself is, don't hustle harder, hustle smarter. So I have a 20-year-old son, right? And I have an 11-year-old daughter. And it amazes me 
um, how tech savvy they are. I love electronics. We just talked about that. But it amazes me how tech savvy they are. And I used to be, I, I grew up without a father. My father died when I was four. Um, so raising my son, I definitely, like we already don't have a playbook, but I didn't even have somebody to look at as a, like, yo, this is what you're supposed to do, right? Or my dad did this and this worked. This stuff my dad did didn't work, so I'm going to try something different. I didn't have that. So I was starting from scratch. So having my son, man, I just I wanted him to um, kind of figure things out a little early, which was looking back at it was kind of stupid, um, pushing him too too much too fast, um, trying to have him figure out what it is that he wants to do by the time he's eighteen is just it it was it was unreasonable of me as a parent, but. I see my son and how he works and I used to be like, dude, you're so lazy. Like, you know, like take the trash out, like whatever it is. I just remember him doing things in a way that just didn't make sense to me at first. And then me asking him like, yo, why don't you just do it this way? It's like dad, why would I do it this way when that's the harder way when I could just be smarter and do it this way? And that worked for a lot of things. Some things I'm still like, eh, yeah, you need to go and just get it done. But him understanding that he doesn't have to put forth the effort that we that I feel like we used to put forth to achieve the same goal. If you look at a lot of these like 20, 30-year-olds, man, I'm talking about early 30s, um, they are achieving things at a pace that, is unfamiliar to me all because they have this thing in their hand in the palm of their hand that allows them to have access to things I didn't have access to when I grew up. The only social media I had growing up was MySpace, And then my sophomore or junior year of college was Facebook, right? And Facebook, what Facebook is today, it wasn't what it was back then. So, I, we had to go to a library or go to the school library to get on the internet. And when we got on the internet, we didn't search for um, how to make money with this. I don't even think YouTube was out yet. It might have been, but it wasn't the YouTube that it is today. I remember Amazon just sold books. They didn't do all this other stuff. It was literally just books. So fast forward today to where I see my son and I see my daughter doing things different and utilizing the technology that we have, it shows me that they've learned to work smarter and not harder. For us as parents, especially our age and older, we could look at our, our children and, and people around us who do that as lazy, but in reality, they're extremely smart. I hustled and hustled and hustled. I seen my mom hustle and hustle and hustle. And what and I've seen men in the community that I grew up with hustle and hustle. And what that's brought on is a sense of like mental health failure, right? Because we are working harder. We're not able to spend as much time with our family as we choose to. Hell, we're not even able to spend the time to our, with ourselves as we need to. 
We're not. There's no. There's no us time. There's no me time. Um, I. It took me until literally I was 38 years old to figure out I need to figure out um, how to have a work life balance um, and life being more than work. Right? We work because we need to pay bills. None of us would get up and go to work at nine in the morning, eight in the morning, work overnight if we didn't have to pay bills. Um, so I had to learn, and this is just two years ago, man, that I started to like implement things to like put myself first. Our kids, my son at 20, he's already doing that. And that's amazing. If I could tell my older self that, or excuse me, my younger self that, but it's a different time. But these are things that I'm giving to my young guys and, and, and gals um, that may be able to help you and may be able to and may be able to give you back a few years. Right? The more we stress, it starts knocking off time off of that clock. Um I I really hope that this has given you some sort of like thought, like the gears start to go and that you're able to figure out sooner than later how to approach your life so that it's one of longevity, but that it's also one that's impactful to you, to your family, to your friends, um, but really most importantly to you because you have to live this life. So those would be my three things, my top three things that I would tell younger Derek um, to focus on. Um, listen, again, guys, I appreciate you guys being here. Um, I want you guys to come over and, and I want to I I have a dialogue with you guys. And I know having dialogue on YouTube may not be like the it thing. Some people just don't feel like leaving comments. They watch the video kind of as they're going and coming. Um, but I want you guys to head over to, to my TikTok page. Um, and I want you guys to, to come, you don't have to follow me, but I want you guys to come and let's interact. I really, I had a few, well, I had a lot, actually. I had a couple people come and interact with me after the last podcast last week, um, after I posted it. And then they saw, um, some of the things I put up on my TikTok and we had a great dialogue. And for those of you who um, who commented, who reached out, who spoke, who I don't care if it was negative or positive, I appreciate you guys. And I enjoy having those dialogues with you all. Um, it lets me know that what I'm doing is not in vain. And again, I do this for myself anyway as a journal to myself. But if I can help people, man, like how amazing is that? Like how dope is that? So come on over to the TikTok, to my TikTok. Um, if you want to follow me, it'd be great. My goal, my, my ultimate goal with, the, with TikTok is just to get to 1,000 followers so that I can start live streaming and then I can have dialogue via live stream. Um, but come on over there if you guys enjoy the content. Um, subscribe here as well. Um, hit the like button so that it feeds to the algorithm and it can get out to more people. Um, I appreciate you guys again, man. I can't say that enough. Until the next time, this is the Afterthought Podcast with me, your host, Derek Daniel. Peace.